0: Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by Christian Diadamo. Christian, how's it going?
1: Hi, Henry. Uh, It's going all right. Getting a little bit over a cold, so my voice might be a little different. But other than that, I'm doing pretty well.
0: Right on. I'm also joined by Corfirio Rangel. Profirio, how are you?
2: I'm good. Yeah, I'm just also vibing here, just like trying to enjoy the nice SoCal weather that you guys just
0: left, but
2: I'm chilling.
0: Right on. Yeah, Uh, the three of us were reunited last weekend. Today is March March 31st, 2023. And last weekend, we were all at WonderCon in Anaheim, California. And yes, the weather was beautiful. Christian and I returned to rather chilly Bay Area weather. (laughs) We're missing it right away. Um, But yeah, uh, we will get into WonderCon 2023. Uh, We all went for all three days. So we got a lot to talk about there. Uh, let's see real quick. Uh, the Comic Sauce Podcast is on social media at Comic Sauce Pod on Twitter and Instagram. So, yeah, this will be a pretty freeform conversation. We can just pretty much talk about the highlights. What was the best stuff? You know, um, I guess we should s- say first off that Porphyrio, you and I did attend wondercon last year mm-hmm. but it wasn't for the full weekend like i went saturday sunday and you were there just for saturday right yeah Uh huh. okay and christian this was your first year at wondercon just this past weekend right oh yeah so we got the <laughs> full experience friday saturday sunday we had a hotel right at the convention center we stayed at the marriott and uh yeah Needless to say, we got the full experience. Um, so, highlights. I know I know, we all had a really good time. So, there are a lot of highlights. Um, but maybe we could do some specific call-outs. Um, Perferio, you want to start? Anything you want to call out from the get-go here?
2: The hotel. Honestly, that was a big <laughs> lifesaver. Like... Uh, <laughs> like i know i didn't stay at the hotel but just having you guys staying there that was really convenient just being able to like go back and forth like um to change out of cosplay or get into cosplay or drop stuff off that we got from the con um like yeah like they stayed at you guys henry and christian stayed at the marriott which was legit right like next door like a five minute walk from the anaheim convention center and it was super convenient
0: yes yes it was (laughs) Uh,
2: i i can't talk about the hotel experience because of what you guys told me it sounds really funny and crazy expensive (laughs) but just having like like next year i don't know i kind of feel like i would be down to just get part of that hotel experience but it was just really convenient having like a room right next door you know
0: yeah i agree it was a big plus i mean for so many reasons like (laughs) pretty much if you're going to a comic convention it will be super helpful to have a hotel room right there i mean if you're cosplaying like we did, super helpful. If you're buying shit on the exhibit floor, super helpful. <laughs> I mean, you name it, it just comes in real handy. And yeah, there were there were a number of times where I was like, oh, shit, I forgot something. I just went back. And that, oh, shit, I just forgot something might have been like an hour detour out of the way at you know, a different t- situation. But having the hotel right there, it was just like, minutes off of my schedule no problem mm. so yeah you know that's a good call that's a good call the hotel you know <laughs> i mean i was thinking about all this the, the stuff we did but yeah like that that's <laughs> definitely worth calling out that, that hotel was part was, of the
2: experience that was great. you know like it like like i said it saved me like a lot of those cosplays that i did
0: um maybe you could talk a little bit about this too because it was so close that when we did do cosplays we got dressed right in the room so again convenient but mm-hmm. also walking to the convention we were never like among the general population of the world right <laughs> when we were in cosplay we were immediately <laughs> in the world of WonderCon, so there was kind of a, a safe environment right you want to talk about that a little bit
2: oh yeah like you know like i dressed up in like the weirdest like outfits i'll go into more detail but i mean like i had like boots with high ass heels short shorts a spider-man outfit and like if you saw like my costumes or anyone wearing like a crazy costume cosplay like in the middle of the street you'll definitely get stared at but (laughs) just like even like walking in like the elevator or in the lobby Like, you were, like, among, like, other cosplayers or just folks who were attending the con. So, it was definitely, like you said, a safe space because people were just, like, like, as we were passing by, I can hear, like, people's conversations being, like, oh, that's Spider-Man or, like, you know, everybody's, like, saying, like, trying to name the cosplaying or whatever. And so, it was definitely, like, a safe space being among folks where you weren't, like, stared at, like, of exotic animal at a zoo or something. (laughs) Um, But it was really fun. You know, just even though like, yeah, we weren't at the convention, just being in the lobby was also just, it felt like you were at the con because you're part of that experience, you know? Yeah. Like some people like, I, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but like, you know, like when people were like driving like, out front to, like, get, like, their um, car um, valid, like, valet parking or whatever. Yeah. Like, they'd have, like, um the Bellboy, like, p- get their luggage and stuff. And, like, I saw, like, huge luggages. I saw wigs. I uh-huh. saw fan art. I saw costumes and shoes. I saw, like, props. Like, it was like, oh, okay, I know what you're here for. Like, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you guys noticed that, but that was really awesome.
0: Yeah, I-, I noticed that, too. Like the whole time it just felt like we were in that like pop culture fandom environment. And it is a good thing. It-, it just felt like, yeah, this is this is where it's at. You know, I like, never felt like um odd to be in costume it just felt like everyone was, was part of this like fun collective. Right. Mm-hmm. Um Any thoughts on, on the hotel Christian?
1: Yeah. It, it definitely made everything so convenient. It made it so like, cause sometimes when you cosplay, you get tired of wearing it after like a few hours. Yeah. And you don't have to lug it around with you and you change, you could just go back and change and then just go back and like, enjoy the con again.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Without any issue. I think the, uh, something else that I thought was really cool. Also kind of with the hotel experience was afterwards, there was the after party at a different hotel, the Hilton. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Called lobby con, which we popped into for a minute and you walk in and a lot of people had largely changed out of their costume, but some people were still rocking it, but they had this bar in front in the lobby and that bar was packed that part that bar was like full of people like yeah and then and then you go up to the second floor and there was a couple rooms dedicated to Wondercon as well. one was like um just kind of a smaller room with like kid stuff um stuff to draw a color and then another room which is really cool was just uh, a room full of games uh they brought a lot of board games and a lot of people were doing card games magic Pokemon. And there was also D D Adventures League going on. So you could find a pickup group to do D D and play from like after the con's over until, you know, whenever you get kicked out, probably midnight. And so I thought though it was a fun way to extend the party, especially if you got a hotel at the Hilton or the Marriott, which were right next to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Good call outs. Um, And that's a good point too. like officially the WonderCon exhibit floor hours were like noon to seven on Friday, 10 to seven Saturday, 10 to five Sunday. But WonderCon was so much more than those hours because there was late night programming at WonderCon, like late night panels, late night um, screenings of stuff um and then like this other stuff you mentioned that the hotel stuff lobby con and gaming like like pretty much all waking hours there is stuff to do and um as much as we did there was like a bunch of stuff we did not get to do so Mm -hmm. you know maybe next year but um yeah it's uh it's something else man there's just so much to do and 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 the vibe is just so great can't say enough Okay, so we touched upon the cosplay. Let's just talk about the cosplay. I know it's a big highlight for, for all <laughs> of us seeing all the amazing cosplays that other people wore and our own cosplays. You know, it was so much fun. Uh, why don't we talk about what we wore? You know, um, Perferio, you went big for WonderCon. You had yeah. a different outfit for every day. So uh, take us through this.
2: Yeah, I had three outfits, one for each day. I had um, Friday, I did Phoenix. You know, yes. I had like a red bodysuit with yellow high knee high boots, um, yellow long gloves, and the yellow rope belt. Um, then Saturday, I did Spider Punk because we were all like agreed we were going to do like a spider variant. You know, yes, and um, part of the spot Spider Verse. So I did Spider Punk and then Sunday. Um, it was Sunday was a very last minute costume decision, but I did Neymar, um, from the MCU, right? Um, yeah, like originally I was gonna do Scarlet Witch because one of my favorite comic book artists was gonna be at WonderCon, but he's from Argentina and i don't know what exactly happened but he couldn't make it to WonderCon, so i was like oh well you know if he's like i was gonna dedicate yeah, the scarlet witch outfit to take a picture of him but since he was gonna be there i was like oh might as well just try something new and i had been wanting to do neymar for a while so i was like yeah let's let's go for it and um that one i pulled out very last minute but so glad it turned out nice
0: Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. All three outfits Mm -hmm. were amazing. And um, you showed a high level of dedication here because, (laughs) you know, we were talking about like the after hours programming and after hours stuff to do. You know, Christian and I kind of dabbled in that a little bit, but you not so much for you because literally like you were working on your cosplays like during the con basically like friday night saturday night yeah you were working on the next day's outfit right um so kudos to you for for putting it all together it came out great thank you mm-hmm. yes it did it was uh so hit. Yeah. yeah 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 you got a lot of great attention a lot of people wanted to take pictures of you pictures with you yeah just, yeah it was great
2: yeah definitely yeah friday i think it worked out like, each day, I think, worked out perfectly. At yeah, Friday, um, yeah, it was the Phoenix costume, which I'm so glad. Yeah, like, again, back to the hotel thing. Like, I only wore that outfit for, like, a couple hours because, damn, those high heels were killer, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think it was the perfect day to wear it because, yeah, like, it was kind of like half the day con, you know? And plus, we went to that X-Men panel at the end of the day, so it was perfect. And then Spider-Punk was really awesome because... You know, like I said, we all went as a spider variant. I think that was the most busiest day. Mm-hmm. And where there were a ton of spider people and there were just a lot of little kids that were loved our costumes, uh, you yeah. know, as spider
0: yeah,
2: spider men. And um it's- they had always they were just wanting to take pictures and it was so adorable. And then yeah, Sunday I think was like the great day to wear because it was nice and sunny and um you know, like I said, I had, like, short shorts and, like, I was practically half naked, like, <laughs> during the day. So it was, like, perfect that I could, How's like... That's his name.
0: That's right. Yeah,
2: so it was, like, perfect that I was able to wear, like, during the sunny day,
0: you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. True to the character. <laughs> but also, like we've been saying, uh, the the environment was so inclusive. Like, we didn't get weird looks. We got, like, the right kind of attention, I think you could say, right? Um, just a lot of love and just geeks, geeking out over shared interest, shared fandoms, and just like, you know, enjoying each other's company.
2: No, yeah, like I definitely like want to touch upon that really fast. Like I want to like tell a fast story. Like I think it was, you know, when we got, cause you cosplayed on Friday, also right? The Spider-Man?
0: I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, and get and into the too. specifics
2: later, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like I when Christian was taking pictures of you in front of the uh fountain where you were like in these like insane Spider-Man poses that I could never do. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like there was like this older gentleman. Um I don't know if you guys saw or not, but yeah, there was like this older gentleman, he saw my Phoenix costume. And he was just, like, complimenting me on my boots and stuff. And he was just, like, I thought, I don't know, like, you know, with, like, how things are, you know, like, OC's, like, a little bit more conservative, especially nowadays, like, the more, like, political, like, social world, like, with, like, trans folks and drag queens being banned and everything. I thought he was going to say something about my look, especially, yeah, those high heels. But he was just like, oh, like, I really just appreciate, like, you're in this, like, safe space where you could, like, be yourself and where would you feel comfortable with. And he was explained that he used to be, like, a veteran and he fought for, like, this kind of America where, you know, we could go to these spaces like Comic-Con or whatever or just even outside of Comic-Con, like, be who we are and everything. So it was really nice, you know, like, being at, I didn't experience any hate, like, I. I don't know I was a little hesitant, but I did not experience any, like, side looks or anything like that with any of my costumes. And so to actually hear, like, really good compliments, like, about, like, the Phoenix costume I was wearing or the Neymar costume, you know, it was really, like, again, like you said, Henry, like, just, like, it felt like a safe space, you know, like, you know, like, I feel like one thing we could talk about later is, like, those, like, folks that came on Saturday. You know, the religious mm-hmm. folks. Like, yeah. And even then, like, the our the, the Comic-Con community, like, was, like, totally outspoken against them. But it was definitely, like, a community that, like, I felt, like, kind of, like, looked out for each other, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. but And I 100% agree. I, I got that same feeling all weekend, too. Christian, you got something there? Um.
1: Yeah. And, like, I think... Like another thing, I guess I would like to add. Uh, that I think was really great about cosplaying and all the people cosplaying was being part of just those big cosplay meetups that we did. I think you were part of a really good one, Perfurio, because there was like an impromptu X Men
2: cosplay
1: oh, yeah. meetup uh-huh. that happened yeah. after a panel mm-hmm. that I got a really good picture. There was a really good picture of, and then, um, yeah, you got a good picture. Good. If anyone's listening,
2: Christian is good at taking pictures <laughs> as co- of cosplayers. <laughs> hire him. Like he yes. has like a he took really great pictures with just an iPhone. So hire him for your <laughs> cosplay pictures.
1: <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I've got my rule of thirds down. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> and like I think like probably like probably the best like part for me uh, of the whole experience. Was being part of the like a super large Marvel cosplay meetup where all three of us were in costume, all his uh, different variations of Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And we just got we met up uh, around like it was like three or something on Saturday to do this Marvel cosplay in front of the entire building, and people just kept showing up. and it just kept piling in Yeah, (laughs) and like I have the picture on my phone and just looking at it and it's like crazy that they got everybody I don't even know if they got it there might still be people like cut out because there was just so many people just in this one spot but like it makes for such a good picture and like you just click and you see all these different characters or variations on different characters there was a uh, next to Henry and I, there was like a Deadpool Moon Knight mashup character, and like, and then afterwards, of course, we broke up. We broke off into different groups, and then we got a picture of all all the different Spider Men, and eventually there, you know, and various other different characters that showed up. It didn't look like they got a picture of all the Iron Men because, as we were saying, there was a lot of Iron Men there, um, who may or may not have been an actual cosplay group. Yeah. But yeah. Like just being a part of that was just so much fun and just such a great experience.
0: It was man. I, I definitely listed that as one of my weekend highlights too. that. Marvel cosplay photo shoot on Saturday, man, it was so insane. I cannot believe how many Marvel cosplayers showed up for that. It was it was really nuts i it, it man it, it was it was like really chaotic in the best way <laughs> yeah yeah and you know, i think christian was talking about this but like they just kept coming in you know yeah, exactly you no know, yeah. the, the the time started and there were a lot of people like okay this is pretty awesome we got this many people to show up but then you know a few minutes passed by and then more marvel characters show up and then more and then more and then more and then, more, and then like fucking galactus shows up and there's like a standing ovation and and then kang the conqueror shows up and like oh man it was just it was just wild and uh yeah i i 100 agree that just to be a part of that oh it was such a great feeling you know and it was odd that we were all there to take a photo but like the end photo was cool but there, I mean, literally, there are so many people that you it's hard to see like individual cosplayers. Like we were it was like a where's Waldo f- trying to find us in this picture. But just to be there and to be a part of it was really special. I I, I got some really warm feelings just just being there. Really awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh continuing on with our own cosplays. Uh Christian, what did uh you cosplay as at WonderCon.
1: I was Peter B. Parker from Into the Spider-Verse. I had the most yes. comfortable Spider-Man cosplay ever. <laughs> kind of, because I had to wear a boot <laughs> on one leg and a sh- and like a Converse shoe on another. And so that was really hard because that was like slightly off. Um but other than that, like I didn't have to wear—I only had to wear like a, the Spider-Man like compression shirt and not like a full outfit. I I had to wear sweatpants, yeah. Too. So, and I already kind of looked like him in a way. So, <laughs> I think that turned out pretty well.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. You know, awesome. it's like kind of
1: covered. It's like you have to think about. It doesn't immediately catch you as, oh, that's Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, but if you know. You know, <laughs> yeah, great outfit. And um, uh, for reference, I think uh, the best description is what Miles Morales refers to as the janky old broke Spider Man in, <laughs> in Into the Spider Verse, right? He looks mm-hmm. kind of like a bum. Yeah, <laughs> great outfit. Um, so for me, I did a couple of cosplays. Um, I did a Gamer Verse Miles Morales. And I did a Miles Morales 2099, so two cosplays. I did uh, the Game Reverse Miles on Friday and Saturday and then the 2099 on Sunday. So a lot of fun. And oh, going back to like the awesome photography skills of Christian here um, (laughs) on Friday, I wasn't planning on cosplaying Friday. I wanted to do one outfit on Saturday and one on Sunday. Uh, But when we first went to the con, we had a little bit of lunch and then we went and um, like the great thing about WonderCon is uh, the fountain area is like the cosplay place, right? And it is the perfect location because it is right at the convention center entrance. There's a lot of space, um, a lot of spots great spots uh, to take photos of cosplays and ex- etc um i'm telling you when we showed up there it was like i want to say 3 30 or so a friday afternoon and i definitely got this magic hour feel where like the sun was hitting the the fountain water just so and it was like beautiful i'm like holy shit this is ideal conditions for uh cosplay photos um the lighting was like on point and there weren't there wasn't that many people there you know it's friday not as crowded as a saturday and there just weren't that many people there so i was like dude i need to suit up right now and we need to do photos right now (laughs) and i'm glad i made that decision because um like i said the lighting was great there was space and um Mr. Photographer extraordinaire here, (laughs) Christian, took some phenomenal photos of me. I mean, I could I could print and frame some of these photos. I'm so happy how uh, these shots turned out. And um, I was like, I'm good, man. Like I I still did the same cosplay on Saturday, um, but those photos on Friday, I was like so happy with. So that was that was a highlight, too, you know, getting those photos in. Awesome.
2: Yeah. You know, also, shout out to Christian for just, like, for being my little assistant during the whole weekend. You know, like, I could not, like, with the Spider-Punk, I think I was able to. But, like, with, like, my um, Dark Phoenix and Neymar outfit, I couldn't, like, you know, hold my phone or anything like that. Like, I had to be like, Christian, can you put this in my bag? Can you unzip me? Can you hold my phone? Can you hold my wallet? Like, can you put my comic book in your bag? Like, Christian was just, like, low-key. Like, anywhere Christian wanted to go, I kind of had to follow, or he was just totally, like, loyal, and it was like, if I want to go here, Christian would be like, okay, yeah, let's go here. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, Christian, you helped me out as well a lot. Thank you for that. For Furio, you helped me too, man. I feel like uh we... We, we had each other's backs the whole weekend so yeah it's, it's great having like awesome partners in crime for cons because um yeah it can be hectic right especially if you're cosplaying especially if you're buying a lot of stuff on the exhibit floor um but amongst us we had things covered we had things under control right yeah we're a squad yes <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed uh, okay. Oh, uh, before we get off of the cosplay stuff, um, what were some notable cosplays? What was like the most popular cosplays and anything that was like really awesome that we want to call out? Um, uh, I know Christian, you had some thoughts on, on this stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, cause I think like what's popular is always a interesting way of seeing like what's kind of just generally popular in that like nerd pop culture field. And, like, I think the big one that stands out the most this year, um, of course, is Mandalorian. Like, a lot of... 501st is there, and so, of course, you do expect to see, like, some really, like, well-made, well-done Star Wars cosplays. But usually with 501st and a lot of the big Star Wars cosplays, it's different variations on the Boba Fett version of, like, the Mandalorian-style helmets Mm -hmm. and armor but these definitely felt more like the show Mandalorian inspired, where you had uh, Dinjarin. I, I think I said I, I said his name right.
0: Dinjarin's
1: mm-hmm. helmet yes. and his armor. Of course, a lot of people had the little Grogu like dolls with them, um, or a lot of people may have been uh, other various characters from the Mandalorian uh like katan or um i'm kind of blanking on some of the other names i, I was just watching it <laughs> but like i would say that was one of the big ones i also think uh like anime is jo- generally pretty always a lot more popular and i need you to see more and more anime kind of come out with like the kind of the big breakout series of um chainsaw man a lot Mm-hmm. there's a lot of the character power spy family was another one. I noticed a lot of just also in a lot of fan art as well for that one. Uh, I saw a lot of people as your, um, or Anya. And so those were, I think like the three biggest outside of your usual Spider-Man, Batman, Iron Man just tend to be pretty popular. Uh, I think in all the years we've been going. Yep. Uh, and also, like I said, there's some fun. It's also fun to see some of the like the weird crossovers or the weird personal twists people put on. I mentioned there was Deadpool, uh, Moon Knight mm-hmm. earlier. Yes, yes, yes. There was a Team Rocket SWAT team. I took a good picture of earlier. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. But those are some of the those are some of the notable ones I saw. What about you guys?
0: Yeah, prefer you any any cosplay notables for you.
2: Um, I did see a lot of like surprisingly um every where everything everywhere all at once um there were mm. some cool cosplays from that one uh, specifically Jamie Lee Curtis's character um I'm trying to think who else I saw there was a yeah. lot of shang chi yeah um,
0: yeah see those definitely
2: yeah um, yeah, those are definitely like yeah, like two like big ones that I saw. I can't really recall any other ones at the moment, but what about you, Henry?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much on board with what you guys mentioned. Like I definitely noticed a lot of Mandalorians. Mandalorians were dominating WonderCon for sure. They're everywhere. Um Yeah, we, we brought up the Iron Man's. That was interesting to me because It seemed like the uh, Phase 3 MCU was not as prevalent as before. You know, not as many Captain Americas. Not a single Thanos. Not one. I I was definitely looking for Thanos, especially at the the big Marvel cosplay meetup, right? Not a single one. Um, But there were a lot of Iron Mans. So, like, Iron Man is no longer in the mcu um but he's alive and well at conventions you know there are a bunch of them different variations you know different marks different like uh, mashups uh yeah it was uh, that was a bit striking um and i I just want to shout out one cosplay there was a really awesome alfred molina doc ock man it was so cool like the tentacles were like I think they were like movie size. They were huge, and um, it, it was it was a real deal. He must have had like the full on harness and and the wires and everything. Um, but yeah, he had the rest of the look was totally on point. He had the trench coat, the the fedora, and the the glasses. And uh, it, I it gave me some ideas. Like I was thinking, man, if I could do something like that in the future, I would love to do it because also. He looked really comfortable, too, you know, like I was wearing a Spider-Man mask and like I could barely see and like he's just wearing like street clothes plus the the tentacles, right? I'm like, shit, that looks very cool and also pretty comfortable. (laughs) So props to that guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Man, a lot of awesome stuff we've called out. And we barely talked about the convention itself, really. Um, we should call out uh, the panels and the exhibit floor, right? I think the panels and the exhibit floor were really great at WonderCon. Um, yeah, maybe we can start with the panels. I know, um, Perfiri, I think you went to panels more than any of us, really, it seemed. Um, what were some of, some of your favorite panels?
2: I definitely like, so yeah, Friday, we went to that um, X-Men fandom
0: panel yeah
2: um and that was really fun like again like the sense of like geek community of just being like in a total like comfort zone and um being among like your folks i think like even like among x-men fans like there's like this sense of like you know you like the x-men because you know you're like considered like you know misfit and outsider you know and everybody just like was able to relate to that you know so it wasn't just like oh we all like the x-men it's like we all like have this connection to why we like the x-men you know um that was definitely one that stood out to me i don't remember if i went to any other panel friday night that i can remember but um yeah some other ones that Stood out where I went to a Power Rangers one that was really fun. Um, I went to the Walking Dead one with the char- the actress who plays Maggie. Yeah. Um, I really like this like horror panel that I went to that like had like like what is horror, what's thriller, and there was like different like um like uh uh films that they talked about whether it was a horror film a thriller film or you know the above that was that one was really really fun i really liked that one mm. um oh my gosh uh the panel that we that chris and i went to with um Jean yang that one was really cool um I think that's it. I think that's all the panels I went to. They're like all the panels I went to were just a really, really great fun.
0: That's great. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Walking Dead panel. That was at the arena. And notably, yeah. <clears throat> the arena was closed last year. Uh, so uh, WonderCon got the arena back for the first time in a long time. And um, yeah, the whole thing, the whole experience was was kind of leveled up from last year which is cool. You know, it was did you did you did you guys attend any panels at the arena?
2: I didn't. Christian?
1: Which one was, which one was the arena?
2: It yeah. was like it, it's like this like big like auditorium like room. Like it, it looks like yeah like the seats are like you know like um oh like stadium style oh, yeah, stadium seating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a huge room. Yeah, it's like an auditorium. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. Um, it was, you know, low-key, it was a little complicated to get there. You had to go through the exhibit floor and go to this other, through this hallway to get to the arena. It was a little bit complicated, but um, it was, yeah, it was huge.
1: Okay. Yeah, none of the panels I went, they were all in, like, ballrooms and, like, conference mm-hmm. rooms.
0: Okay, okay. So what were some of your panel highlights, uh Christian?
1: Let's see. Uh I guess quickly going back to that X-Men panel, uh, I think that was like the panel I went to that probably had the most energy. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed it, and I didn't really watch much of the X-Men the Animated series. But like that was the one they gave out little gifts. They had sheet music from that of the X-Men theme song.
2: And oh, I yeah. fought to yeah. get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was like signed and that yeah. was really
1: that was really cool. They had they were previewing um like a small little event uh or convention at a mansion. I forget what it was called. Um It was the uncanny X Men. Yeah, the un yeah, it was like the uncanny experience, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. The un-
0: uncanny experience. I have the pin right over here. Yeah.
1: And they had a little trailer for that where it's like you got like a quote unquote mutant power and you got like a little like Charles Xavier uh, school, you know, school for the gifted like little like badge as well as like there were like different like X-Men themed events. Chris Claremont's going to be there and it seemed like a really cool like little like X-Men themed convention in a mansion to give it that feel. Yeah and they were giving out pins for that and then like afterwards there was like this little like cosplay shoot of all the X-Men themed cosplays that were there including uh one of the producers of the X-Men animated series yeah was
0: was there yeah and Perfurio, and of course Perfurio <laughs> <and laughs> was in there yes
1: and so that was that was really great that was definitely a big highlight for me and like I said, I never actually watched much like X Men growing up. Um and then like let's see, like uh, a couple other panels that I went to. They had one um where they had different like video game soundtracks and they kind of let uh you got to see creators from different uh Bioshock was like one of probably the biggest one, as well as like a couple like smaller games. And they talked about the process of writing music for games, writing music that's meant to be played in short loops and how they went about it and, like, ways to go about it. And you got to, like, see little reels of how they played and kind of their thought process and how they'll create music for longer amounts of time that will generally change and will have to loop in different ways on, in editing. And so, like, your music has to be modular, quote-unquote. And how much of a challenge that that may or may not be. And so I thought that was a really cool panel. Um, another one was one for the Batman the Animated Series. Uh, specifically the movie Mask of the Phantasm. Where you had fans and they had the animation director from Mask of the Phantasm there. And you got some really cool behind the scenes tidbits. I think one was how they made the movie and how, how rushed they were to make this movie, how originally it was meant to be a few episodes of Batman, the animated series that would premiere as a TV movie, but midway into production, they were told that it was going to get a big theatrical release, which of course changes everything when you're making a movie because the, you know, the format changes, the scale changes, the marketing changes, And so, it's a movie that they essentially made, uh, especially in animation, before digital animation, back in, like, the early to mid-90s, in just, uh, you know, a matter of months, really. Like, less than two years. Like, might have been 18 months, so I think it was like a year and a half. And the movie is such, like, a cult following nowadays so it's crazy to hear about something that that was rushed turning out as well as it did and yeah so i would say those are definitely my panel highlights what about you Uh, henry
0: cool cool yeah uh great call outs um yeah uh oh i have to say the same like i attended that x-men fandom panel also and it was really cool you know like i too am not a big x men fan but um it it didn't matter like uh <clears throat> you could feel like you were saying Perfiro, the sense of community in that room the sense of inclusion and it was just a really beautiful thing there there were just these folks who all really dig the x men and they 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 talked about like their lives and why the X Men are important to them, and uh, like like I I'm, I'm saying, you don't have to be an X Men fan to understand how much like something can mean to you, like fandom, how much fandom can mean to you, right? So the fact that they're talking about X Men didn't matter. Like I, I can apply my own favorite fandoms, and um, I I can relate to everything that was brought up and um yeah like uh it it was just a a really kind of warm and fuzzy feeling great way to start the convention you know that was was the first day friday night and um it kind of kicked things off and it it just made me feel good about being there Mm -hmm. um other than that um I also attended the Jack Kirby tribute panel. Uh, Christian, you and I went to that. And that was really cool too. It was uh, moderated by Mark Evanier, who was the former assistant to Jack Kirby. And he had a bunch of cool, like old school comics people on the panel, including uh, Marv Wolfman, who's like pre- a pretty legendary comics writer. But just a lot of people who, Connected with Jack Kirby to differing extents through the years, and everyone just had like these little stories about Jack, and um, really cool like stuff that you 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 would never hear about other than panels like this. Like this is the only way way to hear stuff like that. I guess uh, Mark Evanier is is uh, publishing a book. Uh, where you can hear about some of the stuff. But you, you really get this cool insight uh, to these interactions because, you know, Jack Kirby is gone and he's he's long gone. And it's cool to hear these these little stories. So, you know, they call it a tribute panel. And it really is. It, it really is a tribute to uh, the king of comics. So that was awesome. And <clears throat> honestly, I didn't get to attend... A whole lot of panels, and I gotta tell you, the reason why is because I felt the need to be on the exhibit floor as much as possible. <laughs> Let's talk about the exhibit floor a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I've i found the WonderCon exhibit floor to be completely intoxicating. Like uh, you couldn't get me away from there. Um, it's huge. It is like. Uh, I, there's, there's so much awesome about it, you know. Um, I think like it, it caters to all fandoms basically. Um, I think in particular, if you're into comics, holy shit! Like there are a lot of comics at WonderCon, and I was in like comic collector heaven there basically. Um, and you know, we we talked about this a bit that weekend, but. Um, Almost a negative of WonderCon is you can't really schedule yourself. You can't really plan your time out that well. And um, so that's somewhat of a negative, but it's also a, kind of a positive because the exhibit for WonderCon is like, it's not really well advertised. I, I know, prefer, you were kind of complaining to me about that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think there's kind of reason for it. They want to have this air of mystery, right? And, like, it worked for me because I was like, what am I going to see next? Like, let me go back there. I might have missed something. Um, Something might be going on there that is just, like, awesome that I don't know about. And I just felt, like, this gravitational pull to be there all the time. And, you know, I found some really cool shit. Uh, So, yeah, the exhibit floor was... Was a huge highlight for me. I uh, just real quick, um, yeah. I, I bought a lot of Miles Morales comics last weekend. A lot. <laughs> uh, I completed my full run of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. I have all issues now. Thank you, WonderCon. I also mm-hmm. have the full run of the Spider-Man series, series one. Again, thank you, WonderCon. And um, I picked up a bunch of like pretty elusive. Miles Morales ratio variant variants, uh, which I am always hunting for, and I found a bunch. So I am a happy camper, <laughs> comic collecting wise. Um, yeah, what about you guys? Any uh particular call outs uh in terms of the exhibit floor here?
1: Like the exhibit floor is definitely something where I feel like there were times where we'd walk around it. And we think, oh, we we thought we saw everything. And then we just kind of pointed it in a direction and then realized there was an entire section that we haven't seen yet. And it felt like it just kept going, which is really cool. It was a really good feeling. Yeah. Just how vast the whole thing was. And that definitely brought back this like sense of awe that I you know I haven't felt in like a long, long time because it was just so large it was definitely like you know such a big part of the con <laughs> or you know the biggest part of the con you know yeah, one yeah. of the best parts definitely and it and I think going to like silicon which has been unfortunate you know I don't mean to kind of harp on that but it has been getting smaller and the floor of silicon was pretty small so going from that to this was just a big like wow factor as well as um a lot of great comics vendors yeah. there, like a lot of single issues, a lot of big ones. I definitely found um, like someone like they, they weren't even selling it, but someone brought in Batman number one. It was going to go up for yeah. auction. So it wasn't on sale, of course, but that was really cool to actually see Batman number one with my own eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Even if, you know, even if it was behind, you know, something as well. All the graphic novel vendors, there was a lot of them. And so I got a lot of sweet little finds. Stuff that I may have been looking for or wasn't looking for, but decided I really wanted. And they were all like 25 to 50% off. So there were some really, really great deals there. So I ended up picking up a fat stack of graphic novels as uh, well as some weirder vendors. I think I love Magic the Gathering. There wasn't a lot of Magic. uh, In fact, there was really only like one real vendor, but they had uh, a case of what's called the Power Nine, the elusive greatest cards in Magic the Gathering, you know, printed like the Black Lotus, printed when Magic was first printed. Mm -hmm. They decided were too powerful and they were never printed again. And they've kind of had this like legendary status, of course making them super expensive. And there was one card, um, Ancestral Recall, that was signed by Richard Garfield, the creator of Magic the Gathering. And that was a cool little find there that I found. Mm -hmm. Of course, way out of my price range, I didn't Mm -hmm. buy, I didn't spend $3,000 on one card. um, As well as, you know, several thousand more on a Black Lotus, but It was nice to see. It was like, wow, I get to see. I actually get to see these with my own eyes.
0: Yeah. It's cool.
1: You know, seeing these like rare artifacts of nerddom was like really, really great. You know, even if it's, you know. Even though it's just behind glass, even yeah. if it's behind there, you know, it's like seeing, oh, man, oh there's Babe Ruth's rookie card, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Oh, Batman number one. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just to be in the presence of greatness, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Perferio? Any uh, exhibit floor call outs? I was
2: definitely in the artist alley a lot. Mm, um, yes. You know, I know, like, yeah. We you mentioned earlier how I did not like how WonderCon didn't advertise their guests. You know, and I actually learned about a lot of guests on the ad artist alley through like Instagram. You know, like looking up the hashtag Mm. WonderCon. Yeah, and then you know, since that traced back to like artists just advertising where their booth was or where they're gonna be whatever and it was through that I learned that like you know like um the writer for the Tim Drake Robin series was gonna be there the creator of Echo um the writer for the Blue Beetle series um what's the artist name Jim Chang?
0: Oh uh Jim Chung Jim Chung yeah
2: um like like yeah, like I had to yeah, like look through Instagram to see all these amazing artists that were going to be there, comics writers, um, but I was definitely in Artist Alley a lot. I spent a lot of time there. Um, there were cool booths that had like you know like the 50 percent off like Christian said, but. I have so many comics that I don't read and I think like it was just like the last I minute mean, like instinct when we went back on Sunday. I was like, I'll probably just get it, you know, <laughs> Um, but it was, yeah, it was definitely fun. I think, you know, I had the same experience as Christian did last year, like when I first walked into the, the, the floor, I was just like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> is a lot. It's a a lot bigger than Silicon, but um, I think, yeah, like, if you're gonna go to, like, WonderCon, try to get, like, yeah, like, at least go for two days, you know, like, mm. one day does not do it justice, because you have, you have the panels, you have the floor, and the floor itself is just freaking humongous, you know, yeah. so... Um, yeah, the floor was just really awesome though. And a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. I spent, I think I went like twice over my budget on the floor, (laughs) but definitely a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Um, I guess I should note that, um, I did win a couple exclusives. Um, this is a fairly new thing that they do at WonderCon and San Diego Comic-Con, but to cut down on like some of the madness where you line up early in the morning trying to win stuff, uh, they have like these online lotteries. And surprisingly, I actually won a couple. I won a signing for the upcoming movie, Knights of the Zodiac. Uh, so I got to, you know, um, do that on Friday. That was really cool. I uh, met some really cool actors, including Fomka Jensen. Who played uh, Phoenix pre- previously? Um, also, won a Funko time slot on Sunday, which uh, is like pretty wild because I know those are really highly sought after and I think they're impossible to get at San Diego, but I actually got to go inside the Funko booth on Sunday and um, it's pretty cool. Like, it's not just you walk in and you can buy stuff and you leave they, they kind of put on a show for you they had a carnival like atmosphere uh, at the funco booth this year it's like a, a fun house themed thing uh so yeah that, that was cool just to to be a part of that and to, to experience that so a lot of awesomeness on the exhibit floor <laughs> um yeah let's see yeah, I think we can start wrapping up. You know, we can um maybe just kind of get to bottom line type type stuff. Um, you know, I we've been talking about it this whole time, but there was just this really amazing vibe at WonderCon and um yeah, like it's hard to describe, but maybe I'll put it this way. So, we've been comparing it to you know, Silicon, formerly known as Silicon Valley Comic Con. And, um, you know, that that has really been our go to in recent years. Um, The convention has become kind of a a smaller niche convention. So it's been fun, but the excitement level just has kind of gone down. There's just not as many people, not as many vendors Uh, with WonderCon, though. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of people, tons of cosplayers. And we've been talking about the exhibit floor, tons going on. And there's just that excitement level. Um, but on the flip side, like I myself am a longtime San Diego Comic-Con mm-hmm. attendee. And you know, you talk about excitement level and crowds and stuff. I mean, that's, that's like the, the top of the mountain there. But also in a negative way, because... San Diego Comic Con is is always super crowded, you know, even last year when the attendance was um, a little less than previously, like they they kind of uh, uh, limited the the badges a bit. Um, Even then, it was like pretty insane. Um, And, you know, when you get like that many attendees in one place, there's just going to be some grumpiness and people running into each other some rudeness here and there some security people who maybe aren't so happy but i am telling you at wondercon last week everyone was cool like everyone <laughs> like we talked about the hotel hotel staff super friendly riding the elevator down fellow attendees in the elevator saying oh you going to wondercon like are oh, you looking forward to it having fun conversations walking through the lobby right to the convention minutes away the whole time we keep talking about the safe space it felt like we were in a safe space the whole time and uh, like we we're talking about like the valets were out in front of the lobby like it, the the car valets they were like they were pointing at me hey spider man what's up you know like they were into it and just everyone was happy it was just a uh, uh, an incredible vibe an incredible vibe the whole weekend. Um people, you know, food vendors, people, people working on the exhibit floor, everyone was nice, everyone was just like having a good time. And uh it, it really it really made for an awesome experience. Uh so I really can't say enough, but um, how about you guys? Any parting thoughts? any summary kind of i uh any uh call outs here for Wondercon
1: yeah um i will say like one thing um this might start out sounding like a negative but it's really not is that there weren't really any like big um like massive star guests
2: like celebrity uh, guests
1: yeah big celebrity guests from like say like a tv show or a movie you know um there was no your Arnold Schwarzenegger's or like you know, there would be the uh Grant Gustin is the Flash. Uh there were no like big panels and they weren't really like the focus of WonderCon. And while um it might feel like something might be missing there because they they would be such an they were such like a center focus. The fact that they weren't there kind of let a lot of uh, other elements shine a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, Going to the the San Jose Comic Con, where they were a much bigger focus, you would kind of like, oh, let's go see this panel for this show. And I want to see this actor. And then we'll go to the later. I got to get this signed by this star. Whereas you have this massive floor. You had uh, we spent time outside in front at these cosplay meetups. And you had much, much smaller guests that were very, like, comic-focused. Tom King, Jay Lee, Gene Yang, and, you know, many other kind of smaller guests. And as well as, like, we might have went to a panel we might not have gone to or might not have had time for at a different convention. And so it kind of let a lot of those other elements really shine and really, like, kind of come together into one just great vibe so right even a negative, even what might have been a negative turned into a big positive. Yeah. Because everything yeah. else was so great.
0: Yeah, that's a good note because um, as long as we're like kind of comparing cons, that's something worth noting. Because, you know, uh historically, I have been really into like meeting celebrities, doing photo ops, that sort of thing. WonderCon is not really good for that sort of thing. Um right now, I would say like New York Comic Con, C2E2, uh, the Fan Expo conventions. Those are really good for like autographs and photo ops with celebrities. WonderCon is not like the convention for you if that's like your main focus. Uh, As you know, it should be called out. Um, But yeah, almost like what you're saying, Christian, um, it's kind of a positive here because it does have focus in other areas you know Mm -hmm. in terms of like content creators comics creators oh man there's there's this chock full and the excel the accessibility is great you know there are tons of panels where you can get to hear these people talk about their art and um a lot of them are right there on on the exhibit floor just go go visit them so Mm -hmm. um that's awesome uh preferio any any parting thoughts here i'm
2: excited for next year Yeah, like WonderCon (laughs) WonderCon was just so much fun, like you know, like I don't don't think any of us really talked about it, but like WonderCon, going to WonderCon is like an exercise in itself there's like little sleep little rest, like we're always like (laughs) doing the next thing, you know, like we were like up pretty early, out late at night and like we didn't get any rest during the during the day and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, it's a form, it's still a form of exercise, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but it was so much fun. Like, yeah. it's definitely worth it. You know, I feel like WonderCon is just a lot of fun, no matter like what kind of like comics fan level you are whether you're like a hardcore comics fan or just like someone who just is brand new and does not know anything about this i feel like wonder is like perfect for any like fan level experience you know
0: totally yeah well stated um yeah just some random thoughts You know, you talked about how um, a lot of kids gravitated to us when we were in our Spider-Man outfits. Um, I got a lot of that. Like, I cosplayed as Miles Morales quite a bit at WonderCon. And um, I got to say, the kids love Miles, man. They gravitated to me. And it was just fun because, you know, a lot of these kids are younger. When they see me, they don't see, you know convention attendee wearing spider-man cosplay they see spider-man <laughs> like that's spider-man <laughs> like the, in front of me is the real spider-man it's, it's the real miles morales right he's right there and uh th- their excitement was just like infectious you know they would come at me there was i was just like walking across the exhibit floor and there's these couple kids who, like, they were, like, yelling my name, like, a few booths away, and they ran up to me, like, can I get a picture? And they were both wearing Spider-Man costumes, too. And it was just really awesome. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, I, I think I've said this before, but a lot of times uh, when you do cosplay at conventions, it's, like, you kind of get a taste of of being a celebrity a little bit, right? Because people are like asking to take pictures of you and asking to take pictures with you. And it's just a lot of fun. Um, And one other thought, I mean, we kind of talked about this already, but experiencing this convention with you two guys was phenomenal. (laughs) You guys are great, like partners in crime. We make a great team. And um, yeah, like everything we mentioned, is great like the convention was great it was well run well organized um a lot of awesome stuff to do but um a lot of times uh your experiences in life are only as good as the company you experience it with right and getting to experience this with you two awesome five stars baby
2: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah Yeah. i definitely did on that like without you guys like like it's i think WonderCon would be cool and fun, but I mean, if you're not like the right type of people who are just not feeling the same kind of like level excitement that you have, or even if you're nothing wrong with going solo, but um, it is definitely better just like with a group of folks, and you two just made like the level, like just the experience just a lot more fun, you know, like nerding out and geeking out. And getting really excited about the same things um, was really, like, another highlight
0: of the experience. For sure.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you really nailed it. I think it's cool attending conventions, say, on your own or, say, with people who are maybe a little bit more on the casual side of fandom. Type stuff, but uh, the three of us, man, we went in and we went in hard. <laughs> you know, all three days we we're committed, um, and uh, it, it's pretty cool. You know, when when you're hanging with like-minded folks, and we all understand each other, like we're we're all like deep into this stuff. So, uh, to get to experience WonderCon that way was uh, was particularly special. Mm -hmm. and with that we can wrap up the episode this is oh wait a minute we're not (laughs) not done yet because we're going to start a new thing we're we're doing a new segment we're hoping to do this every episode we'll see where it goes Um, but forever we've been billing this podcast as a show where we Talk comics and comics culture. Well, we definitely talk a lot of comics culture, but we don't talk a whole lot of comics, do we? <laughs> so, um, we thought it would be cool that if we ended each episode with a little com- comics recommendation segment. And um, it could be kind of a rotating thing. Um, but for today, for today, um, Christian, do you have a comic's recommendation for us.
1: I do. Uh, So, Gene Yang was one of the guests at WonderCon 2023. And so, I ended up buying um, a comic of his, a graphic novel. Um, And the comic is Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Search. So, the Avatar comics kind of take place after the original series, Avatar the Last Airbender, ends um like a little bit right after and kind of feature like a bit of an epilogue of the the main crew as they kind of go on to d- different adventures after the main one has ended. Uh this one especially feels like a big epilogue and it deals with things that come up right after the uh, the original series ended this might be actually a bit of a spoiler be uh, a little bit of a spoiler for the original series uh, because the search is about um, Zuko and Azula trying to find their mother and like this is actually this is really really great I read this actually in a day I've been sick and had some time to catch up on some comics so <laughs> i read this and just nice. read it through pretty much in one sitting uh gene yang is the writer and the art uh is really really well done it's done by the artist team called Hiru, who's been getting a lot of prominence in the last few years mm. with uh marvel and dc uh, also working with gene yang on other comics a big one is superman slash or superman smashes the clan that both Jin Yang and Guru Hiro have done. And Guru Hiro also has worked on what's really... Po- it's, it's Jeff and Gwenpool. Nice. And and so this are really, really well done, uh, as I mentioned previously, because it's a comic that's kind of all about the family trauma that our main characters Zuko and Azula have experienced. Azula is in a very unhinged state, and she has kind of dealt with a lot of the fallout of kind of growing up under the Fire Lord Ozai. And their mother went missing when they were very, very young. And you see the way that has affected the, t- the two of them. That's really like the core of this story. And so I won't get, say much more on that of the story other than it's a high recommendation if you finished Avatar The Last Airbender great series on Nickelodeon and it being in comic form even though it says Nickelodeon it, it's, it has some of that Nickelodeon like bright colors and action but also the story was actually a little darker and a little more somber than I was really <laughs> expecting going in and uh, that was pleasantly surprising so big recommendation right there
0: Nice pick. And the uh, the interior art is all Guru Hiru, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, did... cool.
1: Yeah, Guru Hero, both of them. Uh, I think it's uh, two it's women. It's like a team, right? And, yeah. Yeah, it's like a team, and they be- did both the covers and the art.
0: Oh, and that's so... cool. Because I know sometimes they just do covers, but the interiors as well, huh? That's great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right on. Great pick, and yeah, I think we should uh, – continue on with our comics picks but for now we can wrap up the episode officially this is farewell from henry christian and Perferio.